talk about, Jacob. A lot to talk about. Yes, yes. Welcome, everyone, to your favorite podcast, Chicken and the Nuggets. My name is Jacob Rupp. Joining me, as always, via parts unknown, joining me via satellites, <laughs> Noah Reynolds. Hey, Noah. Thank you so much, Jacob. I am in an undisclosed location, parts unknown. And, um, you know, people are like, if you're all the way out there off the grid, Noah, why are you doing this podcast? Well, because I love to give the fans content. Um, So, yes, I am um, otherwise uh, inaccessible, whether by plane, train, or automobile. And um, I'm enjoying myself. I'm ready to talk some chicken, ready to talk some hoop. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Uh, Yes, uh, Noah's at Parts Unknown. That's, of course, where Andre the Giant is from. Um, I don't know if you know that's how they intro he's from he's from parts unknown. Um Is that true? Uh, is that really what they did? Yeah, they, they do oh, that for a lot cool. of wrestlers like to make it seem uh I don't know. They're fun. trying to say foreign, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Uh they do mean Iraqi. So um <laughs> right. yes, yeah. that is that is funny. They they do that in uh wrestling a lot. They'll have some foreign bad guys that just so people can boo them. You know, like yeah, yeah. I mean, comedy. that's all the Iron Sheik is, right? I don't know Iron anything Sheik about too. wrestling, but I'm, I'm pretty sure it's like, all right, that guy's Arab, and mm-hmm. Americans hate that. So, oh, great shirt! That's a great, cool shirt. Of course, our YouTube fans will be able to see it. Is that new? No, this is when we got Tell a sale thing. Yeah. It's not new, but uh, okay, yeah, great. this whole thing. Hundred items. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, I hope they do that sale again. Anyway, everybody, this is Chicken and the Nuggets. I am one of the hosts, Noah Reynolds. Joining me from his regular home apartment is Jacob Rubb. It is Saturday, March 11th, 2023. Um, yes, exactly. No, that was uh, it. 4.23 yeah. p.m. Uh, Fuck yeah. That. Um, That's why, you know, just, just so you guys know, we started a little late for no particular reason. <laughs> Pretty much no reason at all. Uh, but, you know, we're here now. Uh, we're ready to have a fun time, Noah. Uh, I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to talk some Me too. chicken. I'm excited to talk some uh, very interesting week in Denver Nuggets basketball, to say the least. Of course. Um, Absolutely. I have some to- topics written down as well. So hopefully I'll be able to, um, we'll discuss those in addition. But, but yeah, what were you going to say? Perhaps start where we always start. Yes, we always start with a little uh, chicky chicky bang bang. No, uh, uh, we're gonna eat. Mm. We ate some chicken this week. Um, I, I I do want to tell you I did go to my uh, mother in law's house uh, a couple minutes ago, and yeah. I ate uh, ceviche, uh, which I don't really eat seafood that much. So that's right. That's why we did have to delay the podcast a couple minutes for because my stomach was like, "What is this healthy food?" that i have in my belly uh and it started to self-destruct and i I won't get into too many details but uh i did have to text my landlord and give him a heads up hey Hey, i'll pay two i'll pay two months rent this month (laughs) (laughs) yeah hey no questions asked uh but if anything happens to the pipes let me know Uh, but i will be shoveling anytime it snows for the rest of the winter (laughs) Jacob, it's such a shame because I love seafood. They call tuna the the chicken of the sea. It would have, you know, but maybe it's something you'll discover to enjoy more. Um, But I also understand. I know a lot of people. Some of some of the best people I know, they're they're not fans of seafood. So Mm -hmm. so I understand. And and you're a Colorado boy. So what can you do about it? 
I'm a Colorado boy. Uh, apparently, not a great seafood in Colorado Springs, Colorado. Growing up, so yeah, it doesn't <laughs> seem like it. yep. So that's that's how it evens out, Noah. You know, but that's okay. And and you know, we will. Um, we we've thrown around the idea of some Popeyes. Uh, um, uh, fish items that are at a Popeyes. So if if I'm doing it for Popeyes and I'm doing it for the podcast, I think I can do it. You know, I just did it for Beautiful. um. my love and my marriage so um Yes. Yeah. And I mean, your mother-in-law, who you like a lot more than yes your wife. My wife. yes that's true Jacob, yes where did we eat this week? Let's get into some chicken, baby. all right we had a place it was called tom's watch bar now when i uh not Yeah, only take us through the whole thing, would you? <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so I really wanted to go somewhere to watch the Denver Nuggets basketball game against the uh, uh, whatever team they lost to, um, San San Antonio Antonio Spurs. Spurs. Yes, and uh, I I care about it <laughs> just as much as the Denver Nuggets cared about it. Um, but yep. uh, so I wanted to go somewhere, I get a drink before a different show where I had another drink. Um, but. Uh, so we went to Tom's Watch Bar, which did have a quote-unquote official watch party um, with the Denver Nuggets I saw on Twitter. Um, I was like, hey, this looks good. I looked it up. Disappointed you can't get a Rolex here at Tom's Watch Bar, but um, watch means course TV, um, which <laughs> yes does make me kind of wish every restaurant was like a eat bar or a uh, drink bar. Um, but this well is a watch uh, bar. that well that actually brings up a secondary idea which is why don't they serve food at like louis vuitton or the rolex store i think they would get a lot more people to buy shit if it's like you can get a burger and also buy a ten thousand dollar watch i think that's a great idea jacob you call it we call it um Noah and Jacob's tuxedo uh, grill. Tuxedo <laughs> grill, yes. yeah, I, I I think that's that's a a great good idea one. because then um, we we don't cut anybody off because we want people shit faced so they can buy these Rolexes and then That's all exactly the right. And yeah, we're, but we're serving yeah. them well, well alcohol. Everything, the overhead of the actual place is very minimal, but we do sell Rolex and other, you know, Patek Philippe watches. And if you leave your card there overnight, uh, we charge you with a full Rolex um, price. So uh, that's how we get them. That's how we <laughs> yeah get them. Now. <laughs> yeah let, let me take a look at my my roller rolex never mind he's gonna Yes. say rolodex Have you ever left your card jacob at a bar like that? I've never done that. And it's like a fear of mine. i have never owned a car in my entire life so No card. no Like you unless get a tab. you were Card. card Card. no i did leave my card at a 7-eleven once though And I guess that's the same car. Fucking idiot. I'm such an idiot. I'm getting dumber, Jacob. I think I said that to, I've been saying that to a few people this week, but Okay. Well, I I don't I know feel if there's. I feel like I'm getting dumber too, and I'm blaming long COVID because I think that might be a real thing, but I also don't really believe in it. But that also could be because I'm dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Well, I would say you're smarter than you think if you're able to do that, man. Probably. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably that's so, good. uh, Uh, Tom's yeah. Watch Bar, Noah, when I Yeah, texted you, it I seemed I blame like you were kind of yes. against this a little bit. <laughs> Um, Let me read the text messages. <laughs> Cuz I don't know. I don't know. I, I would I'd say that. So, so the 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 exchange is first of all your your wonderful wife said, "Where are we eating?" This is 
after you had already said Tom's Watch Bar. And then you wrote, yeah, let's go to Tom's Watch Bar. They have they are having a game viewing party. And then she your wife wrote at Coors Field question mark. And then I wrote, Yeah, millennial BS. Which I thought was gonna be funny. And then I said, Oh, it's Tom's Urban, LOL, which is a well known institution. And then your wife wrote, Is it really? I like Tom's Urban, period. And then I responded with an exclamation point, which I guess is transparent. <laughs> because your wife wrote back, Why? Is it bad? And then I wrote back, I got food poisoning at the old one, but it could have been regular poisoning. Anyway, it goes down, and, <laughs> uh, and then it sort of just ends there. Um, so maybe a yeah, little too know. behind the scenes, a little too much of how the sausage is made, you know? Yeah, maybe but... I, that was probably too long of a thing for sure. Um, but I guess I was trying to give both sides of the argument. Um, hmm, was I excited? Yeah. <laughs> yeah i love it no jacob you had a bad day at work i am always more cranky than i need to be even when nothing is going wrong so i do feel bad and apologize of course for my behavior and i'm doing that on a public podcast so people can listen back um i was good and I, excited and i will <laughs> say this too i i'm starting a new thing in my life where if 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 no one's sure what's going to happen, I'm making the decision, and it's very hard for me in a Libra base. Interesting. And so I, now I'm just like, nope, we're going here. Let's go here. And Good. and then and um, I like that, and I do yes. appreciate that. And it's very hard for me, and it's very. Um, I'm I'm trying <laughs> constantly not to be a burden or to avoid conflict, which probably says a lot about my childhood and things like that. <laughs> um, I was talking to people I employ in my office, Noah, and. Uh, I was like, hey, do you guys like, would you guys speak up to a waitress if they messed up your order or something like that? And everyone said they would. And, and so it's Whoa. like, why am I in charge? Because I will not. And I think I don't think I would too. Yes. And you're just I be like, no, this is funny. Yes. Yeah. So we, because uh, I, I am, I carry a certain aggression and whatever with me, but I also don't want to make a scene. And it's probably not even a scene for the most part, but I don't it's want not. to be that guy. I What I do want is somebody else to be that guy, though, and speak all the things that I want to say. Um, but I am too scared. Well, again, I am sorry that me, mostly your wife, but me and your wife put you in that position where you're trying to do this thing that, of course, is hard for you, and we're getting on your ass. So... Uh, <laughs> Anyway, either way, uh, <laughs> we walk into Tom's watch bar. It's kind of ex exactly what I thought it was going to be. Um, it, it felt like walking into an app that was being created um, or a startup companies were all around. Uh, or a bank being closed or open. <laughs> yes, yes. It did feel a little bit like um, you could hear the soundtrack to Wolf of Wall Street in the background and <laughs> things like that. Um, but uh, Tom's Watch Bar. I do really like. Um, who is Tom? Do you know who Tom is, Noah? I do like his of line of like diners and things like that and stuff. Yeah, of course I know Tom. Next question. <laughs> okay. Well, his last name is Watch Bar. Um, right. <laughs> but uh, they're uh, looking at it online, Noah. They're all over the place. Um, sure. One in D.C., one in Minneapolis. Um, so these are a a, a chain of a place and i don't know if all of them have like a top golf thing but there's a top golf thing above tom's watch 
Squatch Bar, and there's something called an AC Golden Tank Room, which you know who could. Oh uh, no! Uh, that who knows is what goes on in that thing. A sex thing, yeah, that is what that is. <laughs> I do have to be honest too, and and you know I was trying to keep an open mind, but when we were driving around trying to find a parking spot and saw the giant Top Golf sign, I was like, mm-hmm. all right, this is also going to be exactly what I expect. There's going to be no surprises at this place. Yeah, even though that in itself was a surprise because I didn't realize this was right. a place <laughs> yeah. that had the Top Gun pl- or Top Gun, uh, Top uh, Golf, uh, not not Top Gun. Shout out Top Gun going to the Oscars tomorrow. Top um, Golf Two Maverick. Yes, Top Golf Maverick. Um, but uh, I we walk in, we got sat pretty uh, quickly. I thought the service was pretty good. And mm-hmm. uh, what did you eat, Noah? At uh, Tom, I got the I got the chicken tenders. I originally mm-hmm. saw, and again, this goes to me being more dumb. I originally looked at the menu item and thought it was a chicken sandwich, but it was not. It was chicken tenders, and that was a whole embarrassing exchange, of course, with the waitress, where I said, "Can I get the chicken sandwich?" And she's like, "Uh, well, we don't really have." And I'm like, "Okay." And then she's like, "Tenders," and I'm like, "Uh, okay, I guess I'll get that." Mm-hmm. Um. So and then we also for the table mm-hmm. got um the uh loaded fries. Just yes. a classic queso, bacon, shallots kind of deal. What did you get? <laughs> yes, so with the loaded fries, uh me and my wife both got orders of the wings, the traditional buffalo wings, um, which uh, of course are served with carrots, celery, and choice of rings or blue cheese. Um <laughs> But they do have other options of wings. You know, they have Nashville hot wings, Korean barbecue, Jamaican jerk, honey barbecue wings. And uh, first of all, I'll say I ordered 12 wings um, and they brought me out a huge plate of wings. So these are uh, (laughs) big. These are big, meaty boys. These are big wings. Um, And in general, I was pretty impressed by these wings. Um, I think we discussed maybe a step above uh, bowling alley wings, which... Um, yeah, why don't you give a breakdown of that? Because that was the first time I ever heard that used as a metric. <laughs> I don't know if everybody grew up in Colorado Springs and uses bowling alleys as a way to measure certain places of quality. So maybe you could take us so, through that. So part of that is just the top golf thing up top makes it feel like a uh, game-type-based uh, restaurant place or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, but excuse me, and then uh, sorry, that's the ghost of bowling alleys uh, coming in uh, in my mouth. And uh, but I also think just the 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 overall feel of the buffalo wings uh, made it feel like you know these these are good. They're they're big. They're, I for some reason I associate it with le- uh, the legs and like big ends. You know, I'm like that's what a, a bowling alley wing is kind of. And then also. A pinch of like, I'm not sure if they fried these or they just microwaved these up, you know? Uh, Interesting. Kind of, uh, which I don't think they did here, but that's just kind of the the flavor I, I got across. I, I They felt better than the microwaved, like, you know, all you can eat wing frozen, heated up. Yeah, those are real bad. I did think these wings were good. I was lucky enough to get some of your guys' meals that you didn't mm-hmm. finish. Mm-hmm. Um, the size is something we cannot overstate because these were probably the biggest wings I think we've had on our on our plate. I think I and this was early on in our tenure, but um, the wings at Jane Array's wings also very huge, just giant. 
Um, and I like that. Right, I forget. You're a fan of small wings. Is that correct? I am a fa- fan of smaller wings. Uh, you know, and that's just kind of like I have smaller hands. You know, I want a wing yes. that I can like manhandle and kind of uh, really, really handle. Um, but, uh, yes, for the most part, uh, fire the mountains, one of my favorites, you know, they have small wings. Um, sure do. I like the, uh, the, like a wing street has kind of a traditional small wing, I feel like. Um, but yeah, you know, for some reason I'm like, oh, these are small chickens. This possibly cannot be like HGH or something. They're they're small, but, um, and I'm not saying these are performing enhancing wings. Jacob, when was the last time HGH or any sort of hormone uh, stopped you from eating a meal, particularly uh, chicken. Never, it's never yeah, stopped me. Cool. And and uh, I do have a bunch of frozen chicken that I'm using in my air fryer, and I, I imagine that that's probably the worst thing I can get. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, so it, it's not a, a huge concern. But uh, <laughs> big wings doing my part, you know. That's a that's another shirt. That's another shirt. Big wings. I think that's just like a. Uh huh. Big wings, <laughs> bigger ideas. Chicken Absolutely. podcast. Yeah. Um, Jacob, I had uh, something to go off of this. Oh, so um, wings I thought I thought were good. They were, in fact, wings I would get again if somehow I ended up in Tom's Watch Bar, which I don't anticipate. Um, now, uh, my chicken tenders were not good. They were actually very average. I would I would put them along the lines of like laser tag chicken tenders, you know what I mean? Mm. Which is way worse than bowling alley. Yes. Um, I, I, they just weren't nothing special at all. There was a ton of them. Let's say there was a lot of food at this place. So if you're a big pig mm-hmm. um, or maybe an, a whale, you know, um, or a cow, frankly, who listens to this show and wants some good, like big portions, go to Tom's watch bar. Um, so they gave me a ton of them. They weren't very good. Nothing special, and and that's kind of basically all I have for my breakdown. Do you want to talk about garlic fries? Real quick, yes, but um, yes. Did you, so do you did you get the pickle brined crispy chicken? So Was both it... of them are pickle brined crispy chicken. One of them okay. is a it's a Nash. That's just how I guess they. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the hell is special about it. I actually I should have looked it up. They did not. There's literally nothing remarkable about these chicken tenders, in okay. in a way that was actually shocking. Because they did, they did say pickled brine. I was like, okay, what does this mean? This sounds cool, but no, absolutely nothing interesting. Yeah, so it says pickled brine and ha- hand battered premium crispy chicken tenders served with garlic fries or tots and our signature sauce flight, which I feel like you did not get. Maybe I got ketchup and I got ranch. The ranch was awful, and the ketchup was fine. <laughs> so what if a flight! We're considering yeah, if we're considering two sauces a flight. Then you know, man, mm-hmm. am am I a world traveler? <laughs> mm-hmm. Then call us. You know? uh, uh, Wally. Catch me if you can. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, landing in the Hudson Bay. Um, Sully. That's right. Sully. <laughs> that's what I mean. Sully. <laughs> Wally lands in an airplane in the Hudson Bay. Can you right. imagine that fucking idiot? I know. Sorry, I'm drunk like Denzel Washington in flight. So. Um, and we're both getting dumber as you hear us. So that's yes. cool. That is cool. I do, I do feel like I'm glad you also feel like that, Noah, because I I do feel like sometimes I'm I'm losing things more than I ever did. I never lost things, yep. you know. Memory. Um, uh, memory. I'll be like, hey, don't forget about this. Um, you know, hey, don't forget to quit stand up comedy, and I always forget, right. forget. Um, things like that. Uh, so <laughs> things are slipping from my mind, but 
Uh, Tom's Watch Bar did have uh, garlic fries. You know what I think is, mm. is how they presented it. Um, garlic fries. And uh, how did what did you taste more? Was it the, the garlic or the fries? <laughs> it was certainly the fries, Jacob. And I'm glad I'm glad you asked me because this is an epidemic. And I use the word epidemic because it hasn't reached a pandemic yet. Because it's not. It's not. I don't think. Um, trend, uh, you can't catch it, but it is a problem. There was not garlic one. You couldn't if you gave the, if there was a blind taste test and it was like here are the fries, here are the garlic fries. Nobody would be able to de- de- decipher the difference. Super regular. When I I don't know about you, I love garlic mostly because of how scared I am of vampires. But I love garlic. I love how it tastes. I love it on almost anything. Now, so that means, and maybe I'm in the minority. I want garlicky garlic fries you know i want that shit to stick i want it to burn um so when i get anything less than that it it is um a real shame and i also i'll add this i think a lot of times the implication is with garlic fries it's usually it's usually a three-pronged approach am i wrong it's usually a garlic parmesan and sometimes truffle i think a lot of times truffle and those are the best fries and i saw it i was like oh wow garlic fries no upcharge Sign me up, brother. No. Again, disappointing. I was the one with the disappointing meal this week. Now, being a vampire myself, I still love garlic. So that's how much right. I like garlic. Um, yes. One of my favorite sauces, I have some here, is spicy garlic uh, from B-dubs. Um, oh, man. On hand. So I always will try a spicy garlic or a um, garlic parmesan type wing. Um, but yes, in fries, I do agree. There's a lot of places, <clears throat> uh, Park Burger right across the street, uh, that will have a garlic um, parmesan fries. And then you get it, and it's mostly just parmesan on top of fries, which, don't get me wrong, technically an upgrade. Technically an upgrade. But sometimes it just doesn't feel cohesive it feels like yes these are your normal fries that you just threw parmesan on or these are normal fries that i have to trust you that you use truffle even (laughs) though i've seen food network and i know truffle is like the most expensive thing in the world but i'm supposed to believe that you're just shaving off this truffle and i'm supposed to it's a placebo thing you know like you get a bunch of high school drinking non-alcoholic beer uh and then they get drunk um do you think I'm going to get drunk off this fake truffle? I don't buy it. I don't buy it. We're truffle. smarter than them. We're smarter than them than they think. We're we're just more intelligent than the regular consumer, Jacob. But I yes. do think. Um, I I mean I'll just say this, and I I don't know if we need to wrap up the the fry part about this, but these were the most underwhelming, most disappointing garlic fries I have ever had, and I I don't think that's that hard for me to to say that. So. No, yeah. and I'll, I'll even a, say with the loaded fries too, um, the bacon was the best part of the loaded fries. <laughs> so I I concur. You know, I concur. Yes. Uh, so shout out just bacon in general, you know, and and uh, shout out um, Tom's Watch Bar. Now, Noah, I'm so I'm so basic for bacon, dude. I'm sure. Go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> basic for bacon. Uh, you know, I do have a shirt that says, you know, uh, don't talk to me until I've had my morning bacon. Bacon, yes. Okay, <laughs> and I like that because that's really funny, but also doesn't hurt anyone's feelings. Mm-mm. And then, um, uh, listeners, you know, please be on the lookout for our new bumper stickers. 
um, that say, sorry, my other car is a chicken wing. Um, we're going to read <laughs> I also have a jacket that says, um, if you're reading this, the bacon fell off. <laughs> <laughs> if you're reading this, flip the bacon over. It needs to cook on the other yeah. side. Mm-hmm. And then there's another one that said, um, who bacon to? <laughs> I don't know, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I could no. go on forever. <laughs> yeah, and, and YouTubers who are watching us, you know, they'll see that I'm wearing my shirt Bacon 1 and Noah has a shirt Bacon 2 uh, <laughs> on it. So, uh, you know, I'm yeah, yeah, and, that, and then, of course, our bumper stickers, which you mentioned earlier, a different one, which is Live Love Bacon. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what we should do? We should get bumper stickers, actually, that say coexist, but in parentheses, it's like not Suns fans. <laughs> <laughs> Except Suns and Jazz fans, yeah. Yeah, except Suns and Jazz fans. So I think that's really, I think that'd be actually very funny to get some sort of thing, and then at the bottom just be like chicken and nuggets. <laughs> yeah, chicken and nuggets. That's good. I like that. I think that is really good. Um, so putting that in my good idea folder. Um, Please. Coexist bumper sticker. People are seeing really how the sausages oh, made this week. Man. Yes. Jacob is going into his file cabinet, pulling out his good idea folder, finding a pencil, sharpening yes. the pencil from zero, and then writing it down. Yes, wow. yes. There, there, There is only one idea left in my good idea folder besides this new one, and it just says bidet for dogs with a question mark. So um, not sure where I was going with that or if that's a business idea or a sketch idea, but either way, um, we're going to make it happen. Um <laughs> Any more thoughts about Tom's Watch Bar, Noah? Uh, I will say it's annoying looking at their menu because they have Tom's Most Popular, which I think, oh, that's kind of cool. You can put Tom's in front of everything, but then it doesn't do it any It doesn't do it any more times. Like, why isn't it Tom's Wings or Tom's Burgers, Tom's Tacos, you know? Like, let's commit to the bit. Very good, Jacob. Um, I agree. And, and no, not, <laughs> not much else to discuss. There were some really nice point bet representative ladies or something like that mm-hmm. some betting company ladies that uh, were really nice they really liked the two of us and really wanted us to to sign up and make a bet and then we get gear we didn't but i think we could have i think they would have liked us for it um so it's cool to be at a bar at a watch party where nobody's watching the game and have people try to solicit draft apps during your dinner that ruled um, yes. I do not recommend. No, and uh, it was, uh, you know, I didn't wear a jersey. I wore a Jokic shirt, um, but uh, I did feel like nobody else had a jersey on. So that's not a great watch party overall. Felt like a bunch of startups around us, which is fine. That's the area we went into. Um, of course. But uh, again, yes, we are DraftKings boys. We will not be signing up for free bet or whatever the fuck they were uh, coddling yeah. MGM suck a dick yeah yeah MGM yeah Jimmy Fox remember when he raped that girl um I don't remember yeah that was in the movie it. Ray though yeah that <laughs> that's historically accurate oh my now, god now now everybody's like oh no Ray Charles raped somebody wow this is the first and last time we're ever gonna say this stuff Jacob but you brought it up once again working blue on the pod <laughs> yes uh what can you expect from us everybody uh we don't like ranch so we work blue cheese um everybody uh so like <laughs> literally the opposite hate blue cheese i work ranch me too yeah we work ranch 
Um, no, I, I do. I did want to say too. Um, I, I, we've been to a couple of these watch parties, you know, and if if anyone can have a microphone system that can actually work and I can hear what you're <laughs> saying, that'd be amazing. Because uh, so far there's been raffles of some sort. They've been giving out prizes, and I never understand a word they're saying. Uh, I don't know <laughs> if that's people talking. I don't know if, what kind of sound system they're doing. Uh, but yeah, that's just not for me. Maybe we just are too many comedy shows where uh, we hear sound working. <laughs> Weird. I'm also at a lot of comedy shows where the sound also doesn't work and that are in similar venues. Um, <laughs> uh, so cool. Notes from Jacob. Put Tom's in front of everything and fix your microphone. <laughs> um, <laughs> also, by the way, I co-signed both of those uh, grievances. Jacob. Uh, yes. Oh, I don't know. I didn't know if you had anything else. Nope, that's it. Just uh, uh, shout out to the Basketball Podcast Network for keeping the lights on. Shout out to DraftKings, Noah. And I don't know about you, but I'm ready uh, for the damn underdogs. It. I, was trying, I was trying to time it where I could do the first part. But yeah, I'm ready for the underdogs. Are you talking about the upsets and the yes. unbelievable action from DraftKings Sportsbook? That's Jacob, what I'm the biggest on. tournament. <laughs> yeah, the biggest tournament in college basketball is here. And right. it's right now. Right and right now, by the way, new customers can bet just five dollars on college hoops and get two hundred dollars in bonus bets instantly. Plus, for a limited time, all customers can score a no sweat bet during round one and two of the tournament. Go to the app that is the DraftKings app, opt in, and place a no sweat bet this week. If it doesn't hit, you'll get a bonus bet back up uh, to ten dollars. So, uh, bonus bet back up to ten dollars so we're basically rewarding failure these days mm -hmm. um jacob i have actually i tend to do this i tend to um try to um cram for the tournament every year usually in the championship week mm -hmm. uh, i was watching a good amount of college hoop this week i've been maintaining an eye on various teams houston some of these non-regular powerhouse teams that look very good Marquette, which is a team, a school rather, that uh, family members of mine went to. Um, Jimmy Butler, of course. Uh, Marcus Wade, Howard. Family. Shout out Marcus, Marcus Howard. Howard. Great school, great basketball school. Also playing well this year. Um, won the Big East, I believe. Anyway, those are some matchups I'm excited for. I love fucking March Madness. I really do. It's one of my favorites of is all time. CU, is CU going to be in there or no? I have zero idea. I'm guessing not. They did not have a good season. I think Selection Sunday is tomorrow. It uh, sure is. So I guess we'll see. Um, I don't know how uh, new coach Deion Sanders is going to affect the basketball program, but uh, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> well, he hired Little Wayne as the coach for the basketball team. He has he has carte blanche in terms of all the athletic programs over there. Shout yeah. out Prime. Shout out Prime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I have uh, Kate carte blanche when I watch Tar. Um, now, this is the car, uh, call to action, Noah, uh, our favorite part of the podcast. My favorite part? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and sign up with code XXX. New customers can bet $5 get... <laughs> That's not right. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bet bonus bets instantly. Win or lose, only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code XXX. Now, Jacob, I think we can assume what that code is. Maybe let's tell people what we can, uh, or not. Maybe that's super wrong. <laughs> Maybe they changed it. 
Let's hmm. we'll keep that one and then let me do another one with what we think the code is. Uh, oh, why don't we just tell them to try two codes? Yes. So try that code or you can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and sign up with code TBP at T now Yes. If if promo code XXX happens to work, please let us know. Because <laughs> I actually would love to know that. Uh, uh Okay, uh, THPN, I think, is the normal code. Uh, so try T. Oh, we're doing hockey now. No, just all right. It is XXX and or TBPN and or THPN. All right? That's easy to remember. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. She show notes. Awesome. Oh, Thanks, Jacob. She shows notes at the she's down the she shore. Absolutely. We'll see you in a second. Thank you for listening to Chicken and Nuggets. Thank you for supporting DraftKings. And um <laughs> DraftKings needs to support right now more than ever that mom and pop uh, uh betting website. Um but uh <laughs> shout out the basketball podcast network. Now we're in the second part of the podcast, segment two, Noah, and we're gonna talk about the Denver Nuggets basketball association team. Now, since we last spoke, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, the Denver Nuggets uh, defeated the Memphis Grizzlies and probably was already an exclamation point in the season of uh, an end of a sentence. And then after that, we've seen a mixed bag of effort uh, against the, uh, they squeaked out a win against the Toronto Raptors, lost to the Chicago Bulls at home, and then lost at San Antonio last night um a friday night uh, disappointment um probably because we went to tom's watch bar but we don't want to blame it on that completely so um noah where do you where do you want to start you said you have some notes written down what 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 were you thinking yes uh, i do I, yeah well i guess let's start with the, let's start i guess the last five games so we must have discussed the houston game which i also have to say for for periods of it was was not um totally in the bag but yeah maybe let's start um why don't we just start memphis and then go down um right yeah 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 let's let's start with memphis because for me <clears throat> we have to keep this into perspective too because not only was memphis just last friday right a week ago yeah um and it feels like a month ago for some reason um i think part of that reason is that memphis team has been absolutely gutted uh between injuries and policing <laughs> or whatever since it's it has been a crazy basketball news week for sure and that was my second point is that 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 might have been like job ja morant's last game of the season maybe i mean i don't want to go that far maybe but at least for they a also, while mm-hmm you know, and the Grizz also beat the Warriors without Jaw. They have a, an uncanny ability to play better when Jaw is not on the floor. That happened all last season when Jaw missed whatever those twenty games or something, thirty. Um, so it, it is an interesting thing. The Memphis Grizzlies have not been dominant at all. Um, you can point to the Shannon Sharp game against the Lakers if you want, which I do. Dylan Brooks is a mouthy little bitch. Um, I I think. Uh, it was a great win, not least of which because that team is not likable at the moment. Um, and now we have their number. You know, we, we beat them both. We beat them in Memphis and we beat – no, I'm so sorry. We did not beat them in Memphis. Um, 
but uh, splitting the series is good. And um, it was a national TV, national game, and people got to see Jokic go off. So those were all positives, which kind of led into a little bit of a, a downturn of a week. Yeah, so pretty much beating Memphis, Noah, <clears throat> I think that made the Nuggets at the time seven games in first place uh, ahead of Memphis. They are now six mm. games ahead of Memphis and the Kings right now. So yep. even with two losses, only lost a game footing. Um, I think so uh, unless, you know, this keeps on continuing, which I don't foresee, uh, but they could, um, they pretty much have the first seed locked up. So that's, Kind of how they're playing, Noah, now after this Memphis game. Um, and, and also, before, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was going to just point out that the games between, I think, like eighth and uh, I was just looking at it, 15 is is three points. So between between basically the play, this is for the West, the teams that are fighting for the play-in and teams that are fighting for few spots like you know uh, guaranteed playoff spots it's three points so we have the nuggets have in a real remarkable way been able to separate themselves in the west now noah you wouldn't uh feel like that if you were um on denver's uh, nuggets twitter or denver <laughs> nuggets reddit um you know and uh, looking at it right now noah it is also a surprise to me that the nuggets still have the second best record in the league tied with the Celtics. Um, the way some fans are talking, you would think that they are in the play-in tournament. Um, but either way, the Nuggets deserve, maybe deserve it after losing a game at home to the Chicago Bulls, who have nothing to play for, and on the road to the San Antonio Spurs, who have nothing to play for. But I would argue that the Nuggets also don't have much to play for right now. Um but what what are some there's definitely cause for concerns though throughout I don't want to be super throwing these in the trash um because there is definitely things that's happened but would you agree I think the nuggets overall effort in these games has been kind of similar to other games this year where they've still won um and I feel like the only thing that's been missing is the clutch defense at the end um, maybe the Chicago game was already out of hand, but more in the San Antonio game. Um, you know, if they had a couple more clutch stops, they probably win that game easily. So I think uh, oh, and, they just. I think too. Yeah. Go ahead. No, I just think they just didn't push the pedal quick enough or at the right time, and just little things are off right now. I think I said it too. I think I was like, this week of games has felt like what the first few weeks of the season felt like, where. Any game can kind of any result can you feel like can happen on any night. For the past, I would say since Christmas, I have expected the Nuggets to win every single game and to do it in a dominant way. And that so it's kind of reverted back. But I do agree. I think they're they're not really on cruise control because cruise control would imply you're still winning all these games. But I do think they in a good sense, have their eye in the future. That is their eye in April and the playoffs and, and that kind of thing. Um, I don't know how much, and we'll definitely get into it, how much this MVP narrative, which is 
totally ridiculous at this point is affecting that. You said you had a little bit of a conspiracy theory, perhaps related to that and how the Nuggets have been playing. And by the way, you you started this, you mentioned this conspiracy theory to me about, I'll let you explain. And then meanwhile, Jokic scored 37 points last night in the loss to San Antonio. So yeah, let's so- hear it. Not a conspiracy theory, but he, you know, I was watching, it was after the game, um, the Chicago Bulls game. I thought Jokic was pretty bad in that game. Um, You know, he's 18, 12, and 8, which of course isn't like terrible by anyone else's standards, but Jokic standards is pretty bad. Um, I think uh, he did just bring up the Kendrick Perkins thing about him talking about, you know, race and things like that. And, you know, that just seems like the first time I've I've heard him talk about TV shows, you know, national media, him bringing it up. And it just feels so loud right now. It feels so loud. Maybe this is just for me, too, but um, it feels loud. It feels hot. I, it needs some time to cool down. So honestly, I think these two losses could get chopped up to not only kind of solidifying first place, um, but also um, that kind of off-the-court distractions, you know. Um, and I don't know. I think if anyone can handle it, it's Jokic. But I don't think Jokic has a lot of practice with it either. You know, all of a sudden, uh, they're kind of – he's feeling a little bit of pressure. He's feeling a little bit of almost big market stuff, you know, because it's kind of funny. I mean, there's simultaneously people arguing that – foreign players don't feel pressure about this, but even though this has been the only talking point about Jokic for a couple of months now. Um, so um, I think that's the pressure going on, but you know, I just think Jokic kind of since all-star break has looked pretty up and down. Um, it, you know, I think it, not all of it's on him. I think most of the turnovers are system based or player based, you know, things like that. Um, but you know, the, the end of the Chicago game, or in that third quarter, where they kind of let go of the rope. It's more, um, I thought Jokic's shot selection was pretty bad. He was kind of just chucking up threes, and that's what they were giving him. But um, kind of seemed like he just wanted to get out of there hitting threes and, and maybe steal one. Sure. Um, which, you know, maybe at that point wasn't the worst strategy because they were down a lot. But um, just little things like that that is just like doesn't look completely locked in. You know what I mean? And I don't think it's like bad. And he was 37, 11, 11 yesterday. Um, and I think that Spurs game kind of rewatching the highlights. Um, that one hurts more than the Chicago one. Sometimes you can just get beat by a team, you know, but the San Antonio Spur game, even with them hitting so many threes and kind of getting hot, um, the Nuggets still were in a good spot at the end to kind of pull this one out. And, um, but, you know, I'd rather happen right now in March than in the first round of the playoffs. And maybe, you know, kicks like this were good, but I would ask you, Noah, I felt way worse when they lost three games at the beginning of December I don't know if you remember that they lost and there's only been two th- losing streaks this season, which is yeah. also insane. But I just felt like those that game, that stretch was way more concerning than losing to two bad teams. I don't know. Nugget, I mean, we talk about this all the time. This is kind of Nuggets M.O., right? Like they they lose to bad teams and then they're going to go and in a couple of weeks, they'll beat Milwaukee and 76ers, too, or something. You know what I mean? Like this is kind of, of how course. Yeah. 
And it's been, and, it, and we said too, I was expecting a trap game at any moment. I thought the Houston game was going to be a trap game. Um, I thought, frankly, it, we were due, you know, we weren't, I, I was not expecting some 16 game Milwaukee winning streak. Um, this is how the Nuggets perform. We have the best home record in the NBA. So losing at home to the Bulls again, that is disappointing. Um, I do have to say, though, just a little bit to your point about Jokic and, and his effort, just uh, to, to zig a little bit. First of all, Jokic, in terms of throwing up threes, is not shot well. But last night, shot four of six. He also, in these last five games, which includes the two losses to Chicago and San Antonio, is averaging 34 and a half. So, like, I mean, and we've said it a thousand times, and it's the ultimate Jokic thing is, is, you know, and the ultimate MVP thing, which is even his bad nights and his bad stretches, um, it's still it's still MVP caliber, and that's not breaking news. But um, I I think that it, I, I I think he doesn't care so much that I I don't know. I think he really I don't know, dude. It's hard for me to um to quantify it i guess yeah so i you know at, at, on the defensive end i could give a shit he could not play defense the rest of the year that's fine you know like i i really believe that it, it's like fine just do your thing you can outscore anybody in the league but it's it's the combination of him not playing defense and then kind of being Five percent more sloppy than he usually is, and kind of well, being, the passes, yeah. mm. the errant passes and and through passes and things like that that have been missing are totally uncharacteristic, and I think it's um, a concern. But I also think it's in the sense where it's rare, so it's been it's been less rare recently. But I think you know passing is such his forte that it is something that'll be remedied. But there are, I agree, there are, there's some, I think sloppiness is a great word. Just some like, you know, um, having the ball up the court and, and not really taking the time that he's so accustomed to. It feels like he is, there's a little bit of a rushing thing. And I don't know, maybe that is more of a testament to his his drive to actually win these games and, and not really put on that cruise control. But um, it still seems like he's, he, you mentioned the Bulls game, he's willing to take over when people are not pulling their weight um yeah and and, and that's and, important and and i'll mention you know you mentioned the milwaukee win streak right um that i don't expect the nuggets to do that again either because milwaukee needed that they're in like fourth place you know like in, in the yeah. east and nuggets have been in first place since like um 2006 or something i don't know but um <laughs> yeah you know so like there's no momentum to go on or motivation to go on a streak like that it just doesn't matter right now and you know i maybe i'm giving Jokic and malone a little bit too much credit here but you also don't want to pull out your big guns against uh, San Antonio in a March game, like your big plays that, you know, so that other teams can view it and watch it. And I wouldn't be surprised if they kind of do punt on some of these bigger games for the Western conference opponents at the end of the year, um, like the at Phoenix or the golden state game, you know, you're not going to show them anything, you know, it's not worth it right now. Yeah. Um, but maybe uh, they, I mean, I know Malone probably doesn't view it like that and views it like if they just played defense, they would have won these games, which is probably true. <laughs> but uh, absolutely. 
so I don't know. I think on a on a scale of one to ten, Noah, uh, what is your concern? Because I'm like at a three. Three, I think, would be a good number. Um, I think, I think losing to the Spurs maybe would put me at a four, just because I think statistically they are well, they're not as bad as the Rockets, but they are, um, I guess, probably the second worst team in the NBA. So that never feels good. But I am not concerned. I will say this: I have to make a quick correction. I just said that Jokic is at, averaging thirty-four and a half per game in the last five. That is his minutes. He is averaging closer to 20 a game. So, yes, to your point, he, so I guess I will backtrack that, that that is definitely not quite his scoring dominance that we're used to in in this stretch here. Um, but uh, he, I, th- I still think I still think he is um, focused and, and ready. Do you want to talk? Uh, Real did quick, we, I, though, do you want to talk? Uh, the Spurs, yes. though, too, also they don't have many wins on the season, but they have wins against the 76ers and the Bucks this season. So, yes, um, I do. I do recall them hearing that. So they can turn it on. And I'm, I'm sure that's a Popovich thing, too, where it's like, yeah, we'll tank. Yeah. But also, we want to show people that we can still play. They have ballers on their team. Doug McDermott would not miss a shot last night. Um, um, I will say, so, too, I'm almost assuming there's a game tomorrow against the Brooklyn Nets at 1.30 p.m. on a Sunday. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of thinking they might lose that one, too. I think they might lose. <laughs> so, like, I'm not I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if they come out flat in the afternoon and don't win. Uh, Jamal's not going to be able to take I a nap, s- you know, so it's going to be like. The whole <laughs> yeah. thing. The, and this is actually what I wanted to say, I think, in terms of the aggregators and the whiny babies that are on, you know, line talking about the nuggets. We, I, it's very hard to, again, overstate the importance of a six game lead, especially a six game lead on Memphis and Sacramento teams who are very new to winning. Granted the nuggets are, you know, that up and coming sort of championship perennial contender, but the Memphis has no idea what they're doing, you know, Sacramento certainly has no idea what they're doing. They can easily drop, you know, three, four more games. Um, I mean, where are we at? We have probably 13, what, 10, 13 games left in the season. I First of all, the Nuggets losing six games is very hard for me to wrap my head around. So, I mean, I guess that's more yeah. of a, to your point of wrapping up the, the first seed. But I think – I I think the Nuggets are in this mode of looking towards the playoffs and where it's like, you know, I hate, I hate the regular season doesn't matter people because it doesn't make the sport fun. And it is like, you know, don't even watch if that's the kind of narrative you're going to be projecting. But I think the Nuggets are at that point where it's like the regular season does matter for the reason that we don't have to care about these last few weeks of the season when every other team, I mean, you said the bulls have nothing to play for. They have more to play for than a lot of teams. You know, I think they're still looking for what could be a play in game possibility. Um, no, you're right. And they're you know, a half the, game behind the 10 seed to get in the plan tournament. So exactly. Um, and, and, and like I said, the West is totally, um, totally, bunched together so let's see i just wanted to do it so suns are eight and a half games back and the jazz in the 11th seat are 14 games back so i guess that's eight games between four and 11 um and then that also i mean i think the nuggets too as long as as in addition to me they're thinking about who who's that matchup gonna be very well could be i mean 
I could see the Warriors. They're on a three-game losing streak. I could see them dropping. Obviously, that I think is worst-case scenario for the first round. Timberwolves, I'm not worried about. Lakers, I'm not worried about. But it is interesting because right now it would be as we're as we're talking. It's Jazz eleven, Pelicans ten, Lakers nine, Timberwolves eight. Now is it eight, nine, ten, eleven play, or is it seven, eight, uh, nine, and ten? Seven, eight, nine, ten. Thank you. So then that would be either a Lakers Pelicans. Uh, Anyway, I, I guess now that I'm speaking it out loud, I'm not too worried about any team that's not the Warriors on here. No. Um, and let's, let's also be real. Like, the Lakers won three games in a row. Good for them. Um, people yep. online are thinking they're contenders all of a sudden. Um, but <laughs> yeah. they're also 7-3 and three in the last 10, which Nuggets are 7-3 and three in the last 10. So, you know, like, right. the sky can be falling. I get the Nuggets lost to two bad teams, but they're still professional basketball teams, right? Nuggets lost to themselves twice, and that's fine. You know, like, well, I think and, that's okay. And, and, like, stupid things, you know? We saw that Bulls game shooting. Uh, I wrote it down. Sorry. Um, of course, I closed it. The ultimate end of the game was. God damn it, nothing's opening. I think they made five free, free throws. I think they basically shot 50% from the free throw at a line. And I'm not, that would not have changed the score because the Bulls were dicking on us for most of the game. But it's, it's things like that that are inexplicable. And, you know, I would imagine not going to happen in the playoffs. Yeah. And very weird things. I mean, you know, shout out MPJ for uh, pushing back at Zach Collins. That's awesome. But awesome. I wanted. He, I wrote that down to talk about. But it. <laughs> he, but he did just dunk over him, and who knows if he like hits a couple threes after that. I mean, that's kind of MPJ's whole shtick is kind of like a microwave type quarter, right? So like, if MPJ doesn't get kicked out of that situation, maybe he takes over that quarter, and then the Nuggets just cruise in the fourth against the Spurs. You know, what I mean, like, there's little things like that that just combine into a loss, you know, and, and I think for most of the season, the Nuggets have kind of found ways to win like a good team does. And now all of a for sudden sure just, they, they just dropped a couple that they d- couldn't figure out how to squeak it out. But um, I don't know. Ultimately it is pretty cool. MPJ did that still. So I hope. Yeah. And by the way, get got fouled suspended. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Did get fouled on the dunk. Um, I'd never seen him. I think they said it on the broadcast. Never seen him that animated in my entire life. Cause we, make fun of MPJ for being kind of an airhead kind of like, you know, doesn't, he really doesn't, he doesn't make a lot of emotion when he's playing, when he's fucking knocking down these long ass J's. So he was pissed and uh, everybody hates Zach Collins. So of course it's great. The nuggets always go after the people that everybody else hates. <laughs> yes. Um, And he's such a fucking dickhead. And uh, it's, it's exciting. Cause I think, and then you look at people like, Thomas Bryant just and, and Reggie Jackson on the bench. They're fucking totally invested in everything that's going on the floor. Reggie Jackson, by the way, played terribly. Had one good game recently, but since his acquisition has not been playing well. Shooting the th- from three really terribly. Um let's, and I hope that doesn't become a liability. Let's talk about the bench before we wrap up because yeah. that is yeah. probably still the most concerning thing to me. Um, you know, I don't yep. Um, I, I know the starters haven't been good enough to overcome a bad bench, but if the benches was like a little bit good, <laughs> this would, it would be, it would feel a lot better than me. So Reggie hasn't played well. I do kind of enjoy him being out there as like a traditional point guard, 
but with Jamal Staggers with him, I still don't love it. Uh, you know, like it just turns into this three guard lineup with him uh, uh, and Bruce Brown and Bruce Brown's have, have had, I think fair enough, a, a rough almost month now um, Pretty bad, on yeah. the bench. So I think he's kind of um, not finding some footing in these uh, rotations, even though I think he's like the only guarantee to play off the bench. Right. Um, so mm-hmm. I don't know. I think, uh, the Christian, I thought Christian Brown played well and then he didn't play in the second half. And it's like, what is that? Um, I think, uh, well, I wanted to talk about that too. Go ahead with your thing, but I wanted well, you to, I just think Malone's trying to figure out the bench. I think there is somewhat of a ceiling higher with Thomas Bryant and Reggie Jackson working out, right? Like, I think the ceiling is higher, but I think it, the floor is so much lower than the guys the Nuggets already have. And I, I don't I don't think Malone's set on anything. I don't think Thomas Bryant and, and Reggie Jackson are locks by any means. I do think Bruce Brown's the only lock to play in the playoffs. So at this point, I wouldn't be surprised if the rotation is the starting five, Bruce Brown, and then some sort of combination of Vladko, um, Christian Brown, and probably Jeff Green still, who, you know, say what you will, I think he's still pretty stable. But I do too, and I do too, and I think I'm happy you say that because I enjoy watching Jeff Green play basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as the Christian Brown thing, we were on this very program not more than two weeks ago, well, frankly, we were on this program after the Bones trade, and you expressed great confidence in, in Christian Brown's likelihood and being able to get into that lineup and get minutes. Meanwhile, we talked on our last episode, after Christian Brown had not been playing a lot, you expressing your continued support, saying that it is what you said today, a Michael Malone figuring out the lineup, that kind of thing, rotation. I just want to say, so Christian Brown in the last minutes versus the Rockets, Two versus the Grizzlies. You got a DN, DNP versus the Raptors. Four minutes versus the Bulls and seven minutes last night. At what point do you become concerned about, about what they're doing with him? Or is it a long-term three-year, four-year type thing with Vlatko, who is just now getting into the regular rotation? It's It's tough. I think, you know... Yeah, I, I, I don't I don't think Malone's gonna play him in the playoffs, is what I'm gonna say. And and I don't think that's the right call, but I think that's what we're heading towards. And whether that's smart to not play a rookie out there, I don't know. But you know, I think but there is a world where if Reggie Jackson doesn't get it going by April, you know, I think a Christian Brown's gonna be that guy. I don't think Malone's scared to pull the plug on it like that. You know, and there is a world where the Nuggets go into the playoffs where <laughs> they have veterans who don't even play. Like they'll have Reggie Jackson, DeAndre Jordan, maybe Jeff Green not playing. Um, you know, and this is another bummer about the Zeke injury because if Zeke got a good couple months here of just playing solid and offensive rebounding and playing good D, he'll probably he would probably be more trusted and and maybe like the seventh man 
almost. Yeah. You know? So like it is a huge bummer about that. I don't think Vlacko's played himself out of the rotation as much. He's been hurt, so maybe you don't rush that kind of thing. Um, because it's like not a huge game changer and you need Flacco at hundred percent if he's gonna play. But I don't know. I, I it's hard to tell what Malone's gonna do. He's probably gonna um revert to playing Reggie because he's a veteran, you know, type thing, which I don't I don't hate as much as maybe the Thomas Bryant experiment so far. Um and I don't even put that on Thomas Bryant. Like I said, he just needs to like practice with a team, right? And he just hasn't been able to do that as much. So I don't know. Sure. sure. Um, and again, and I mentioned it, great on the bench presence. Keeping yeah, that too. Yes. Go. And and both of them. I guess Reggie's a great line. All the veterans, guy, really. You know, and, and I think he's always talked, Reggie talked about, you know, coming in and how, how cohesive of a group this is. So, um, and even, even, sorry, I was just gonna say, even Ish Smith, DJ, Ish Smith, Jeff, yes, yes, Reggie. I mean, I mean, we have a young core, but like our vets are experienced. Uh, Reggie has a lot of playoff experience. Um, so I, I, I treasure that veteran presence on our team. I think a lot more than some of these crybabies online do. How do you feel about the Jamal stagger right now? Because we've seen it work a couple times where Jamal actually lifts the bench up and it works, right? But, like, I would like to see some other stat. I mean, they've been doing a KCP stagger every now and then, but mm-hmm. I don't really love it. Um, it I'm th- They've done I, an MPJ stagger. That's also. what I like. That's I the one like I like. Exactly. Idea. That's mm-hmm. the one I like. I think he can go on these runs. I think he can do these heat checks. And um, with that momentum, I think that helps the bench a lot. And I also think it's kind of a place where it's kind of natural for him, where it's like, you know, you could argue if he's the four or five, fourth or fifth guy, I guess he's the third guy on the offense. So, but I think, I think he plays well with a lot of those bench dudes. Um, Also, I think like if your bench offense is non-existent, like maybe the bench should just be MPJ throwing up shots and Thomas Bryant and Vlaco trying to get rebounds. Yeah, right? and I mean, also, like that, and, that's and not Bruce the worst Brown, plan. Yeah, Bruce, yeah, and Brown. Bruce Brown fucking with everybody. Yes. Uh, you know, in the perimeter and and that kind of thing. I think that's a great idea. And then meanwhile, our starters are getting, you know, AG's getting 25, Yoki's getting 30. Uh yeah, MPJ, whatever he, he's getting. And he's been playing well, dude. We we there was a period earlier in the season when we had James Hamilton on, friend of the podcast. Um that we were all not all of us, frankly. Some of us were down on MPJ. Um, he scored 35 in a Bulls game the last time the mm-hmm. Nuggets played the Bulls and has been kind of totally consistent and great since then. So that's just a real highlight because I think a lot of people have said previously that a Nuggets championship really hinges on uh, MPJ and Both dudes are back as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I mean, even he's just a, a ceiling riser, right? If MPJ is playing good, um, the Nuggets are probably blowing you out. That's kind of the facts. <laughs> so without a doubt, that's pretty much it. And it's a fact that we love you, listeners. Uh, <laughs> it's a fact that you've made it to the end of the podcast. Um, anything else you wanted to touch on Noah, before we get out of here? Uh, I think ultimately we talked too much about two games that the Nuggets didn't care about. I know, and it's crazy because I was like, we're going to talk. I knew it was going to be a good conversation this week, but of course, 
um, yeah, you watched the Jamal Murray interview. Nobody cares. We're we're feeling good about where we are. And um, Jacob's trying to suck his own dick. Um, thank you, everybody. Um, yeah, for for watching and go Nuggets. We're there, dude. Number one in the West, best in the West. Uh, follow us on Instagram at Chicken and the Nuggets, Chicken and, the nuggets. And, and then follow Twitter, us on Twitter at, at, nuggets, Twitter, at pod. nuggets Pod. Kind Absolutely. of an active. We gotta um, get back on Twitter a little bit. I know we definitely should. We'll definitely be real balls basketball players. I think. <laughs> yeah, I know. I do too, and I also don't like generally doing that and watching the game. But I have, yeah. and I will, um, and we will, and uh, maybe some merch coming down the line, people mm-hmm. and folks. Um, um, I don't know. It's a yeah. good idea. We'll figure it out. So, all right. <laughs> Thanks, later. Jacob. Great Bye. to talk to you. Bye.